0: Captain's log. This is your captain speaking. This is your captain speaking. Captain's log. Does anyone out there have an actual preference? Neither? Something else altogether? This is the sort of soul-searching reflection one might expect from this week's year-end episode entitled, Episode 14, Happy New Beer. But seriously, if anybody has an opinion, please reach out. This week's episode of the Beer Vengers podcast is sponsored by Astoria Beer and Cheese Ditmars, located at 3511 Ditmars Boulevard in Astoria, Queens, now featuring for an increasingly limited time, the 2020 Goose Island Bourbon County brand stouts. I mean, seriously, people, I was just there, and they're running really low. Though that's not the only reason to stop by. During my recent visit, Ryan loaded me up with all sorts of goodies, like 3 Floyd's People Power High Tea, Night Shifts, Bennington Stout, and some really fantastic-looking meads from St. Ambrose. Enjoy their eclectic array of craft beer, artisanal cheeses, and specialty grocery items. Astoria Beer and Cheese Ditmar's, home bar to yours truly, Captain Porter Stout. Strap in for today's Super Size Show, featuring five amazing pours and lots of reminiscing about our individual years in beer. We've got a couple corrections in advance. Beer Wonder would like you to know that Cider Girl is, of course, a beervenger in her own right, and not, as he says on this show, merely a friend of the beervengers. And I would like to personally thank our listeners in Alberta, Canada, and apologize to you for referring to you as Hamilton, Ontario. Even with two oversized, aged 11% stouts under my belt, I'm not quite sure how that happened. My personal year in beer relies, in part, as my reminiscences often do, to the delight and glee of my fellow beer vengers, on the help of Excel spreadsheets. In this spirit, I'd like to dedicate this show to my late mother, though I never mastered them to her satisfaction. The only reason I have the first clue about spreadsheets is a result of her urgings. Without further ado, please enjoy episode 14, Happy New Beer. <music>
1: Well, we're the Beer 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 Avengers. Beer beer, beer 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 Avengers. Beer 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 Avengers. We're the Beer
0: Avengers. Welcome to the Beercast, everyone. Coming to you from an undisclosed live location in Astoria, Queens. I am
1: Captain Porter Brownstown. And coming to you from an undisclosed location in uh, Manhattan Town. I am Hophead Huck, aka Pale Mail.
2: And coming to you from a live undisclosed location in the county of Kings, it is I, the Beer Wonder.
0: And we are the the, the Beer Vengers.
1: I like how we all slow down in order to catch up to each other, and, and we all slow down at the same time.
0: Yeah, I think that's the best <laughs> it's ever been because impro- we're all yeah.
3: Exercise, yeah.
0: All
1: right. Uh,
0: welcome to the beer cast, everybody. Like I just said, um, this is a live beercast. We are currently also uh, appearing on Facebook Live for some people. I, I, I think I might have accidentally set up two streams because I just got a message from the Belgian uh, babe that she can't see anything because I think she's on the one that's not working. And hopefully she and some others will figure all of that out. Yeah, it's New Year's Eve. Um, it's three o'clock in the afternoon uh because what better time to celebrate well to really i mean in the, in the spirit of 2020 uh what better way to go out than a little bit of day drinking hell yeah and to uh I paraphrase can. an uh, an old expression it's always 2021 somewhere <laughs> or i mean it is it, it is now
1: it is in micronesia
0: yeah. and in uh it, well and and i think in about a half hour uh in moscow we're not going to count it down uh but just uh in like <laughs> Yeah, in certain parts of of of, of Europe, uh, far Europe and Asia, I know in the Middle East, yep. yeah, it'll be Happy New Year. Um, well, and you and most of you will be listening to this on January fourth or later. But we are we wanted to do this so we'd be in whatever version of the New Year's Eve spirit we can muster in twenty twenty.
1: Indeed. Yeah, I'm glad you give that warning. We're not going to count down for every city as we as we come across. No.
0: No. That, no, that sounds it, exhausting, no. to be
3: completely honest. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just uh it's it's we'll 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 have think of that being implied as we're talking. Yeah, you know, we're gonna we're gonna talk about a lot of things. Uh it's the first show we've had in a while with just the three of us, and it's wonderful. Yeah, so far it's really wonderful. Um we, I, we I'll thought be honest
2: there's... though, I'm a little thirsty.
0: Oh. I am too. I am too. I yeah, I was just gonna <laughs> I apologize beer wonder I was just going to try and uh, tell people what they were in for but oh, you're right good. we've 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 done we've done the back and forth just basically we're going to we're going to talk about our year in beer uh each one of us is going to talk about our year in beer but uh and other stuff and I, I I now I can't remember what else but you know because I'm so distracted because it's clearly clearly it's time for the pores.
1: of course oh yeah naturally. this this beauty is staring me in the face yeah for sure
0: and uh and I feel like it would only be polite to have Beer Wonder go first. I
1: agree. Oh, how
2: kind! Oh, look at this lessons and lessons in propriety. Well, youth,
1: youth before beauty.
2: Ah, oh, you're kind. You're kind. Um, I did nothing to earn that. Um, I, but, did, I just
1: call, <laughs> did I just call you ugly? You're
2: it's very, fine. He's I'll a very t-
1: good looking man, folks.
2: I appreciate that. Um, well, I wanted to represent for another New York City local brewery, uh, and I wanted to say hey to our friends over at Fifth Hammer. Uh, Where I have got their beautiful pentatonic pills today to help me round out 2020. Something nice and light and crisp. So let's get this open. That's a good cracker in
3: there. That is a good
2: cracker. Alrighty, and here we go.
0: That is a pilsner. It's
2: got that beautiful golden color. Oh, yeah. Got good carbonation on it. Nice straw. Just a touch of head on there, but, and clear as the daylights. It's going to be awesome. I'm very excited. That's a beaut. Mm -hmm.
1: Absolutely. All right. Well, I'm going a little further north this week. I'm going back to our good friends up at Trillium Brewing. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite uh, beers this year has been the Daily Serving. We had the, uh, it's a fruited uh, Berliner Weiss. Mm -hmm. And uh, we had it, uh, we've had different versions. Had the raspberry, Mm -hmm. had the cherry. And this one is the pomegranate and blackberry. Which I think I also had another can of this and shared it with y'all uh recently but just this that sounds familiar. This Added. this beer is a beauty and the way the, the way they taste and it's from October, so I think it's gonna still be good. I didn't roll the can, but we'll take a look here.
2: Oh, it's got that gorgeous red color in it. Just you know just it's so got that
1: uh it's got that fresh fruit in there, you mm-hmm. know, so uh you do want to drink it fresh. Uh but it's been refrigerated the whole time. So that's uh that's the key really with these fruited beers. Take a look at that. Uh, I mean, that's like that's straight fantastic. up palm.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's oh, going to be so delicious. I'm a
1: granite city. Oh, smells so good. All right, Captain.
0: Okay. So I also have a returning brewery. Mm. Uh, I thought I'd start out with my localist of local breweries, single cut. I know I just did them two weeks ago to celebrate their birthday, but I got this can a couple weeks before. And as soon as it is like, this looks like a year end thing. This is their heavy boots of lead Ooh. with a twist, because it was age from 2019. Oh man!
2: Oh, bringing back something, pushing us it forward has, into the new. Has
0: that nice little wax cover, like you see with the with the with the bourbon barrels, mm-hmm. um, and and hopefully I can figure out how to get it off here. Oh, there's a little uh, there's a little ribbon here. So that's to a to real wax
1: top on the can. It is.
0: It's that is very
2: Just... cool.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say, get a picture of that. Oh,
0: I see. Ah. It's the yeah the. Uh, okay here we go oh axe is coming off ah
1: that's great <laughs> and, now i think and, i had yeah. a heavy boots of lead in 2018 here we go still
0: oh here we go the now i'm getting the rest of the this is this is exciting it's like I, uh it's like it's like christmas morning when someone uh, someone wraps something a little too tight a little <laughs> too well like wow your artistry is wonderful but i just want my present and uh <laughs> And now that I've done this, I realize that uh, <laughs> it's it's I, I, something that I just pulled off is part of the thing to open the beer with. So I'm going to try and just, there we go.
2: Oh, <laughs> look at
0: that. <laughs> Finish that very ungracefully with a ballpoint pen. Nothing you stands between a captain a closed and a stout. ballpoint pen. Yeah. And here is our heavy boots of lead 2019.
1: Oh,
2: that, is a, that is definitely a captain worthy beer right there.
1: Yeah, and we're already seeing that head there for a year old mm-hmm. beer. That's pretty nice.
2: Yeah, that looks beautiful. Also, can't can't are. really see through it. Almost as uh, almost as dark as your disguise.
0: <laughs> oh yeah! Here we go. Nice All right, one. lovely nose. All right. Happy New Year! Happy New beer. Year, Beer Avengers!
2: Cheers, Beer Avengers!
0: Happy New Beer! Happy New mm. Beer! Hmm. Oh yeah. <sighs> Mm, so this, I guess this one just gets
2: <laughs> <laughs> everyone's happy we're we ending 2020 happy. on such a high note with these beers it's oh, very exciting
1: You really get the pomegranate on this like i mean i'm not like a big pomegranate juice drinker but man it's and the uh, combined with the blackberry it's just like bam just zinging fruity zinginess just floating all around the mouth and the throat it's just woo.
2: Is it coming off the nose too? Or are you getting oh, yeah. the smell there?
1: Okay. Oh yeah, it's it's. I mean, if you if you gave this to a, a, a like a, a, a middle schooler, you know, it's oh here, drink your juice. He wouldn't blink. <laughs> be like, well, oh, this is a lot of juice. It's a very juicy juice you got here. It is low in alcohol though, so he'd be okay. Four point one or she.
0: Now I'm not sure what the one is on uh, on this one. I, I always forget to look that up in advance. Not always, but sometimes. And I uh, don't see it here, but I'll oh, we'll figure boots, that out later.
1: It's above
2: 10, I think.
0: Yeah, I think yeah. it's like an 11 or so.
2: Just the look on it makes it feel like it would have to be above 10, because my goodness. Um,
0: yeah, but- yeah, this is very, it's, it's the flavor from what I've had before is very recognizable. It's mm. got that really thick, kind of boozy thing going on. Uh, and I think that actually the year of aging has mellowed it a little bit. It's, mm. it's
1: even more smooth. Well, I know that that's one of my favorite imperial stouts uh, as far as the classic stouts. I like it when there's no adjuncts. It's just a really well-made imperial stout for sure.
2: I feel like that's the mark of a true, like excellent brewmaster is when you don't have to hide behind all sorts of other flavors. If you can make something that's just sort of pure, it's just a really good reflection.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Nothing against these big pastry stouts. I like those too. Of course (laughs) not. As the guy who
2: likes 35 different hops in his beer.
1: You know, I kind of, yeah, I've tended to like
0: marshmallows in my, in my stouts. <laughs> I was just having a, an off color s'mores yesterday. Mm. Oh yeah. Off color, uh, right? The, yeah. Dino, Dino s'mores off from off color. And uh, I think Chicago. Is it? Is it, is off color from Chicago? I think they are. D- uh, I was doing Derivate with a, with tapes. a family. Oh, I was thinking uh, of offshoot,
1: which is a, which is a offshoot of, uh, of uh, Firestone Walker. Okay, am I, I saying did, that right?
0: I, uh, I think so.
2: What's, I did just ask Google just to to close the loop on this one. Um, off color is indeed from Chicago.
1: Very good. All right, I got a good good photo.
2: Wait, hang oh, on, a that, get it. Check that out. All right. Oh, that's fantastic. Beautiful. All right.
1: Work it, work it.
2: Mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> get your angles there, Huck. We want to make sure that we're doing this supermodel approved. As we all right, we have dive. our first
1: uh, question coming in from. the... Oh, um, that's
2: very exciting. Oh, uh, we
1: have. Uh, a woman named, Someone named- uh, what are adjuncts? I've heard you use the term on prior pro- podcasts. Adjuncts. Adjuncts. Adjuncts.
2: What are adjuncts? adjuncts? It's a good word.
1: There's <laughs> actually a- two. How, how how have we said it with with regard to beer? Uh, it's usually, well, there's two ways you have an adjunct. One is uh, when, as simply as a wheat beer, a where your adjunct is wheat. And it takes up a portion of the grain bill. In a lot of cases with American beers like uh Budweiser's, we have rice lagers. So rice is your adjunct. It's mm-hmm. doesn't it's not necessarily supposed to be there according to the, you know, beer purity laws. Mm-hmm. Uh but nowadays when we see adjuncts like this fruit, like the pomegranate, like the the uh uh the blackberry, or in the case of the stouts, the marshmallow, the cacao, the coffee, uh the trick cereal, whatever they put
2: in the these uh, crazy beers these days. Yes, a chicken of those the other day.
1: So those are the two, two kinds of adjuncts.
2: Yeah. So speaking of adjunct b- lacking beers, mine is a pretty traditional Pilsner as they go down. It's yeah. got saaz in it. It's got traditional Pilsner malt. Um, the one thing that, that they're doing at, at um, uh, Fifth Hammer that I just love and I really get out of this one is the primary fermentation happens um, in a wooden... Fodor. I guess that's how we're pronouncing it, Huck. Is that how we decided to do I think it we're is?
1: saying Fodor, yeah.
2: Fodor, okay, great. Uh, which is a fermentation vessel, but it's made out of wood, and this one is made out of American oak. So you get a fun woodiness to this, which oh, okay. adds something to that really good, crisp, kind of sweet, little bit bitter kind of pilsner that you, that you like. I mean, they're doing just, it's just such a good job. It's such an easy, good way to kind of wash away 2020. <laughs>
1: <with>. Yes. <laughs> right out of there, yeah.
2: Yes.
0: So I did. I did. By the way, just uh, find the spot on the can. I was correct. It is an eleven percent, and uh, and and they have a wonderful. Uh, uh, you wouldn't call it a mission statement, but uh, the, the just a nice little. Uh, I guess it's a motto. It's a, it's their approach towards brewing. Uh, it's a mystery knows no shortcut.
2: Ah yes, Very that single cut. Eleven <laughs> percent is also a good way to wash away twenty twenty. So you know yes.
0: <laughs> Eleven percent and then another eleven percent. Yeah, we could always get it. This in. is definitely gonna be at least a two two poor show for me. Oh for
1: it's sure. Just, it, it, we, everything we have to pack into this episode, it's gonna be a two poor show, but I'm pacing. Well, this myself. one's going down real easy. Of course it is quite light alcohol. It's great for the afternoon. I mean, this is like this is like sipping on a yacht kind of beer, I think. If we had a yacht, you get some of these yes. some of these uh, fruity Berliners just to enjoy on the as the wind blows through our hair and feel that ocean breeze, the ocean spray, if you will. <laughs> yeah,
0: if we had a, if we had a yacht, we'd probably also be wealthy enough to have few enough people on it. That we could all keep our distance. Six feet That's away. right. Yeah. And just, uh, cause like, yes, we would spend that amount of money to be on a yacht. Just all. And and certainly we couldn't, e- we probably wouldn't even be able to hear ourselves over the yacht. Oh log. yeah. <laughs>
2: That's right. <laughs> to,
1: we'd be oh, that Kenny Loggins would be would be cranking out of the speakers there. So yeah, yeah, it's a highway to the dangers. zone.
2: Uh, <laughs> we'd yacht, be cutting
0: it foot loose. Uh,
2: also, Yacht Rocker, excellent beer coming out of I don't want to say it's fifty for it's, oh. it's a, it's a uh, Washington or uh, uh, no, it's an Oregon based. I need to. I will double check. Ask the Google. But there is a, a delightful uh, IPA there known as Yacht Rocker, which oh, okay. we all enjoy on our yachts.
1: I think there's another one in Jersey as a Yacht Rocker. Okay. Uh, well, I know that Brick City does Yacht Jams, and that's a mm-hmm. uh, collab with another brewery that does a yacht beer. I think it's a Jersey brewery. We'll have our fact checker get on that. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. We need We need to make sure we have all the uh, up to date Yacht Rock <laughs> slash beer information. <laughs> I'm I'm really hearing "Highway to the Danger Zone" on on, the, on our yacht. Yeah, I'm, I'm just-
0: yeah. We could also make it a little Archer themed as well, since that's his favorite song. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. He just seems to blurt it out every once in a while.
2: <laughs> all right, so
0: for all the all, for all the Archer fan slash beer avengers out there
2: i'm I'm doing the i'm I'm being the fact checker asking our dear friend Google to help us out. The yacht rocker I was referencing is from fifty four forty Brewing Company, which is in Washington state right, so that was right. the one I was thinking of, but there's tons out there, so
1: everybody wants to have a beautiful beer on a yacht
0: Yes, I think I, except now we've lowered our standards this year to like everyone wants to have a beautiful beer somewhere anywhere
2: <laughs> <a> anywhere'
0: <laughs> We're outside uh, of this house. Which I know is a slightly depressing way the way it's framed, the way I just framed it. Thanks, thanks to me. Uh, (laughs) But I was also thinking about something uh, Beer Wonder said when we first poured all of our beers uh, about how we're all happy with this. And and I, I, it's funny, like over the years when I watch like local news, actually even network news, where they're always saying things about, um, oh, and now for some good news, right? (laughs) And then there will podcasts. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Feel-good stories and all the, like, the podcasts and video things where someone says, like, we're going to do a show of nothing but good news. And i just like, yeah, that's, there's still bad stuff happening. But I realized that, by definition, we're kind of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what I mean is we're about to tell you all about our best moments of the year in beer. Right. Which is an entirely all the positive stuff that happened to us amidst this shit show we're all living, but we are, we're not, we're not ignoring it. We're not hiding our heads in the sand, but we're saying this is where we found some relief in 2020.
1: Yeah. I mean the frame, I mean, you know, that's the, that's the thing about it is there's no one in the world that's not affected by this. Mm-hmm. True. Uh, well, unless you're like in South Dakota, then you're like, you just, you just, then you're all affected. Everything yeah. just goes on <laughs> as, as normal. <laughs>
2: Antarctica was the, I think, also the other saving grace. But now they've got you know Hopefully, some hope, action happening.
1: We got a couple of Antarctic listeners today. That I,
2: Hello. Hope.
0: Well, I certainly hope so. Oh, that was the one. That was the one t- t- statistic I did not compile, but I might look it up in a bit. Uh, is uh, just how many different places uh, people listen to us over the last quarter of a year that we did this show. Wow, quarter of a year. Yeah, pretty good. Thir- well, thir- 13, uh, well, this is episode 14, so now we just passed that. 52 weeks in a year, mm-hmm. we did 13 episodes. That's a quarter of a year. Yeah. Good math. That, can't argue with that math. And that doesn't even count the month before that, before we actually launched. Because we, now we're doing it where we're releasing one pretty much every week, the week we recorded it. But in the early days, there was a much more significant lag time.
1: Yeah, and, and people don't know this, but before we started recording the podcast, we were just doing them.
0: Yeah, we were. That that's actually, that's actually part of that. That, that is that knew. is that's on this extensive. Oh, it's on the sheet. I'm sorry. I have. Yeah. No. No. It's fine. That's a little preview. You're
2: spilling all our secrets. Oh open. my
0: no, god. No. 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 Oh, it's, it's. 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 I, well. Yeah. I know. It's. It, it is. Kind of. annoying when all the. All the best parts are in the trailer, but that's not what we're doing. This is more of a teaser.
1: Yeah. The palm is going straight to my head here. But it exactly is darn it delicious. Darn delicious. Yeah. I mean, it's a. It's a. Yeah. It's been a. It's been a rough year and it continues to be and it will continue to be hard uh, after the new year has passed. Uh, But yeah, like you said, you got it. You do have to look for the for the the silver linings. You do have to look for those good things or else uh, and even laugh at your own misery sometimes because otherwise you're going to be doing a whole lot of crying. Indeed. So.
2: (laughs) And I think for a lot of people, beer has been, at least in, in my circle and in our circle, beer has been one of those places where it's always been something to look forward to. It's always been a thing that we, there was some novelty in that. Even when the days maybe started to blend together, there was a new exciting beer to try or something like that. So it sort of helped a lot of people pace the time this year in a good way and also give them those little sparks of joy, which is lovely.
1: Yeah, and it I think that beer. the the the, the, uh, the beer industry, especially mm-hmm. the craft beer industry, mm-hmm. did a really good job at adjusting. Yeah, because nothing's more social than than drinking, right? With your friends, you going to mm-hmm. bars, and every single bar is closed. <laughs> they had to act quickly and and uh shift their focus, and I think a lot of these breweries uh, didn't even miss a miss a step. They're probably True. missing a little revenue. Yeah. But uh as far as getting beers to their customers, they they've yeah. all done a lot to uh to make that happen.
0: Absolutely. Well, I think that's uh, uh, unless unless we have more tasting notes. I think that's as good a segue as any mm. to. Let, are, are we ready to start it just talking about? Our me of tastings.
1: Beer? Beer? Mm. I'm like, mm, let me have
0: some I, of that. Mm. Yeah.
2: I mean, I'm I'm ready to hear about your highlights. Well, well, all of your highlights for this year in beer.
1: Well, yeah, I know. Yeah, I tell you, I uh, I like to make lists. I like to uh, I, I like to make year-end lists. I've been doing it all my life. Last year, I I was I was obsessed with albums. I was doing a top. Top twenty albums of the year, and this year, nice. since we're we've been uh, so focused on beers, I'm making a, a beer list. So what I've what I've done is i i broken I've broken it down to eight categories. All right, okay. Uh, a bit of a best in show kind of uh, feel to it. Uh, instead of uh, dog breeds, we're talking about beer styles. Okay. <laughs> uh, now I, I do get a little bit of pushback on on because I'm 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 like a superlative guy. Like I'm always saying that's the best thing, you know, or or I, I declare it. And it's and it, thus it makes it true. Uh, I, in fact, uh, last night I was uh, uh, we work for a, a, a beer wonder, and I work for a, a beer touring company. And somebody put a, a message on the uh, on the message board last night about what beer they were having, and said, "What are you guys having?" So I put up a beer and I was having, uh, this Grim Lager, and I got a little Delicious. conversation with uh, with a gentleman, uh, a fellow uh, a co-worker. and uh, he's like, "Oh, that looks great!" Oh, yeah. I'm like, "Oh, yeah." No, Grim. They make the best loggers in New York City. And and he's like, he just immediately went like, whoa, whoa, okay. That's a strong statement. I'll have to, I have to try every beer that I can before I uh, agree with you, but I'll take your word for it. And that's where I was like, okay, yeah, please take my word for it because that's, that's what I'm trying to do. That's what I'm trying to do here. I'm trying to tell you that I am, uh, I'm the tastemaker. Okay. I am giving you my informed decision as a tastemaker. Uh, you
2: are uh, Hophead Huck, a.k.a. the Pale Bale a.k.a. Sourpuss. So you've got a lot of experience to go off of.
1: A.k.a. the Tastemaker. Well, I'm a- not going to a- use the- that. I'm not going to use that, but I, you know, uh, I, I tend to think of myself as, uh... anyway, but what I've been doing, drinking a lot of lagers this year, so I feel pretty well informed about that, but I haven't been drinking as many of uh, the other styles, which are ales, and uh, I've cut back on ales more just for gastrointestinal reasons, but I still enjoy the taste of them. So I do have some ales to share my best ales this year Ooh. uh so we'll start off in the, uh, with the hybrid ale i i i, I don't uh, i haven't come up with a name uh for this but i'm uh, uh, a placeholder this could be end up being the name is the huckleberry awards
2: <laughs> now so. now um uh, huck just just for our listeners who may not be you know when you say a hybrid ale is there something that you're specifically talking about in the brewing process there
1: Uh, what happens in the, with a hybrid ale is usually it's, uh, it's brewed as an ale and use ale yeast and then it's lagered. And by lagered it means it's stored cold Mm. for a period of time. So, uh, these ales are going to taste like lagers. Uh, basically it's two, it's two styles. (laughs) It's the alt beer and it's the Kolsch. Of course. And I only had one alt beer and two Kolsch's this year. So they all made the list.
2: C- congratulations to all of them
1: suarez brewing family made a lovely alt beer uh and uh, so that came in third uh devil's purse a uh, hand kolsch is kind of my go-to cape cod beer if you mm-hmm. go to the cape uh, devil's purse a nice little brewery there uh and their kolsch you can find it in almost any bar but the winner was the torch and crown Sharehouse. The Sharehouse. Oh, Best, congrats- best hybrid. And, Congratulations. And, uh, and let's
2: hear it for Torch and Crown, who had a big year this year. Big
1: year. They, sure they just did. opened mm-hmm. a downtown uh, a brewery, a big space, a tap room. They mm-hmm. did it in the middle of a pandemic. It's still open. They're still going. They're still making great beer. Uh, they make all all the styles well. But this Kolsch was a winner. I mean, great summer Kolsch. Uh, had, a, had a bit of a hazy quality to it. Had that little okay. bit of that American uh vibe to it. So uh because of Kolsch well we won't get into that. But anyway, there you go. That's your winner. Torch and crown sharehouse. Uh then we made, we moved to the IPA category, which is the most popular uh, category in craft beer. The especially the New England IPA now is just you can't you can't have a brewery unless you're making one. Uh so I didn't have as many as I usually do. Uh but I still enjoyed quite a few nice ones. Uh so up the top three District 96 Brewing, Fuzzy Math. I had that right here on the mm-hmm. show. And I believe yep. I shared that with you guys, too, at our last Beer Avenger meeting. Uh, that was really nice. They, they do great stuff up in uh, 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 New City, New York, just mm-hmm. up the Hudson a bit. Uh, you can go back four episodes. We talk about a little more about them. A little bit of a surprise coming in at number two. You may not be expecting this. KCBC made a collab with Vitamin C Brewing out of uh, Massachusetts friends and sea anemones
2: <laughs> great
1: hazy beer uh ipa that i had at uh milk and hops which is a, a sister beer sister bar to our sponsor a story of beer and cheese which is located at thirty five eleven 11 there you go
0: <laughs> so yeah, story queens milk and hops uh, is the
1: manhattan version of a story of beer and cheese <laughs>
0: Yes, they're, they're they're, they're, all, they're all in owned, uh, and, uh, they all they're all individually owned, and but they are they're all they share some DNA. When we have Rick White on the show, he's going to explain it because I really don't get it entirely. But um, and I and and I want to let you get on with your list, but I also want to affirm something you just said, please, if that's okay. Uh, I really I know I've given you pushback in the past on using the term best, right. But I, I I think it's absolutely okay, considering the amount of sampling we do <laughs> within this realm, for you to say best in New York City. Yeah, yeah. I think it's impossible to say that this is the best logger in the world. It's impossible to say this is the best logger in the country. Right. I think for that, you have to say favorite, best in New York City, have at it. I'm all behind you.
1: I think I, what I say, it's the best best that has passed through these lips is the, yeah. is the and not every beer makes it to the lips. Uh, nor that, can it. Right. It's impossible. Uh, Especially it's, now. Yeah. Like the Simpsons, when they uh, when he tried to hypnotize the baseball team, Mr. <laughs> Burns, and he said, you must give 110%, and they all responded, we can only give 100%. It is virtually impossible to Okay. Uh, anyway.
2: Uh, <laughs> that was, I just want to acknowledge that was an excellent deep cut. Well done, Huck. Thank, Thank you. you. Appreciate that.
1: The, the classic <laughs> baseball episode. Uh, top winner, though, other half brewing, small Rewalka yes. everything. Was the winner this year. Uh, pure cantaloupe honeydew vibe coming out of the glass from the Rwaka hops out of New Zealand. They just, it was just such a surprising beer. And it came, as soon as I drank it, I said, why aren't I drinking IPAs all the time? You know, so it really brought me back. So thank you for that other half. Well, uh, you're
2: always welcome back to IPA land.
1: Huh? I'm always coming back. I have, I, have, I have too many in the house right now, actually. I could, I could break one. I like to spend there. some time there myself. Uh in the sour category, uh, uh, we have uh, let's see. Number three was Grimm's Future Days, lovely dry hopped sour, a lot of hoppiness to it, really delicious. Second place, this thing was great. We did this at a Beer Avengers meeting uh, with uh, Mother Pucker and Cider Girl and uh, mm-hmm. the Non. Uh, oh, so it might to be, be un- introduced un- soon, unknown yes. Beer Avenger. Yes, uh, but we is that spelled a- like is that spelled like the bread, like the Indian bread? No, N-O-N okay yeah it's not an official name it's a placeholder uh but uh we had the fox farm anata which was a grape farmhouse ale which was just delightful really great but of course the winner uh i got it right here daily hey. serving. Hey. all right daily oh it's serving. in your glass right now it's in my glass right <laughs> now this is my ale of the year i should have uh i should have said that before i I forgot about the stout category. Now I like that you buried the lead there. <laughs> <laughs> buried the lead in the lead. Uh, yes. Best stout, of course. This is another one where I have not had a lot of stouts. Captain would be better suited to to make these declarations. Uh, but as far as stouts, I had uh, Black is Beautiful was a, was uh. an episode we did this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, really great program, and uh, for me, the Wild East Belgian Stout was just yes. it, it was so fun.
3: Mm-hmm. I
1: had it on Thanksgiving Day and. As soon as you open it, it starts to come out of the can. It's like climbing; it's climbing out. You pour it in a glass. It's climbing up the sides of the can. It's just like all this yeastiness happening with the Belgian yeast, and it was delicious. Yeah. Just a fun beer. It was fun, and uh, and
2: I feel like kind of unexpected within that category. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it was it, when when you open that beer. It's it, it is a like opening a present.
0: Well, it's like you were talking last week that didn't you say that there was a was it the, the thrush some the. The, you're talking about there was a brewery that did a sour stout, a hermit thrush. Yes, hermit thrush. I, that's yeah. It's 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 great when people get creative.
1: Oh yeah, so fun. And so speaking of which, uh, uh, the uh, another beer that I shared with y'all when we were in Queens, the other half, Marshall's Crest, yes. which was part of the Freaky Friday series, mm-hmm. uh, where they brewed the Marshall's Crest, which is a beer uh, by uh, Horace Ales in California, oh. and they did. The other half did their their recipe. Is that the one with the, like the bird of prey on the label? Correct. Yeah, it was like right. with marshmallows and and uh almonds. I believe it was a it was a great beer. But the winner was a beer called Ashlon Fox Farm Ashlawn Coffee Stout. Oh, oh. that was it. That was it.
0: Oh yeah, that was a great one. I you brought one that to you. one of our. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, that was t- I, and I appreciate it. That. Just coffee oozing off the nose. Yeah just on your lips just coffee Mm. coffee 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 and i just love that so much and i still have a can i I would drink it today but i'm i'm doing the seven month on that one so (laughs) uh i think like may may or june we're gonna crack that it's gonna be it's gonna be a beautiful thing
2: that will be oh there you go those
1: are my ales of the year so uh, i have my lagers of the year but uh uh, i think that took up a a good enough segment so uh, we can uh you want to save the lagers for later let's save them yeah I say, well, just well, like all moment-
2: loggers are made, right? You say yes, that's right. Loggers take exactly. longer. <laughs>
0: uh, well, I, I, in a moment, I think we should uh, we should move on to beer wonder. But I see that we have another comment. Oh hello. my Very excited, watchers. On uh, it is from someone by the name of Bricken. Have you ever heard a name like that before? I, I have. Yeah, oh, you have. That's yeah, a weird I, it one. Sounds a little but yeah. familiar, uh, but but uh, it's not really a question. She's my Facebook friend. It's 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 like when you're in you know when you when you're doing children's theater and you ask the kids for questions and they don't really know. But anyway, but but this is a comment. Uh it's just uh I like ciders. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, interesting. Well, we did have a visit from uh a, a, one of our beer fans uh named Cider Girl.
0: I think she and Brickin should meet.
2: They they should. I feel Whoever like they... this
0: Brickin person is, yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, Brickin is that... also saying why wait to drink a stout to age it, to yeah. cellar it. A a uh, uh, Okay, so please. that that that's actually a really good question. I mm. think uh and you guys, I, I know what I like, and I can describe what I'm tasting, and I know that something is good. Mm-hmm. But you guys have spent a little more time in the professional world, so maybe someone, one or both of you, elaborate on the merits of cellaring.
2: I So I feel like the general rule of thumb is you generally want to eat a, or eat. You want generally want to drink a beer fresh because fresh beer is always the best. But the longer you let a beer sit, um, you can get sort of a mellowing of the flavors. And a higher alcohol beer is going to bring out some additional kind of interesting flavors that come through with malt. Now, malt is the thing that is is always will survive a resting period or, or a lagering period or an aging process so if you have a really hop forward beer like all of those ipas that huck was not drinking this year but i was taken care of don't worry about that um you want to drink those as fresh as possible but a higher alcohol beer you'll get interesting new flavor development that comes not only from residual yeast but also from the, the grain itself um so that's why you know that's why you might sell her a beer because the the Flavors will change and will develop and will harmonize a little bit more as time goes on.
0: So should your guidelines be the ABV? So like, for instance, say if you have a really high ABV double IPA, does that age well too? Yeah, I think uh, oh, a double IPA. Yeah, because yeah, uh, double IPAs, are uh, cause they can get up into that like 10% range. I think they will last
1: longer, but it's probably yep. not best to age
2: them. Yeah, because the hops okay. are going to wear off quickly. So the malt, if it's a really malt-forward beer, then it's very exciting to let it age. And if it is higher alcohol, it can age. Which is why you see, like, barley wines that have been aged in a uh, whiskey barrel or bourbon barrels. Or even uh, Big Alice has been doing some cool stuff with tequila barrels, mm. which I am missing and excited to try once we're back to normal. Um but it, it's the higher level of alcohol and the lower level of hops tend to be a good combination for
0: Okay, the so it's not just the ABV, it's mm-hmm. the it's the IBU.
2: Yes. So Anything if it's it, uh Well, and if if you're highlighting the flavor of the hops, I mean, unfortunately, I put the captain and the Hunk through an unfortunate experience of a slightly off <laughs> hopped beer incident when I was very excited about a IPA, I'd forgotten in the fridge, but we don't talk about that, um, where you could absolutely tell that the hops had turned, mm. where something like those stouts that you've been aging for a long time, since they're not relying on the hops for the flavor, they're relying on the development of the uh, the grain flavors, they'll they'll become more harmonized and more interesting as time goes forward.
0: Very good. Yeah. the The reason I'm asking is because most of the things that I buy are kind of sellerable by default. Right. So I'm curious to know which things, you know, slip under the, the, the cracks. My understanding
1: is that if they have a lot of adjuncts, we just talked about Mm -hmm. that. If there's like a lot of marshmallows and that sort of thing in it, that might be one that you don't want to age as much as like, if you have the, like heavy boots of lead, you've got this 2019 can well, cans are another thing They probably it's better to sell them in bottles, but with this can, that's a year old beer. They're telling you, right? Yeah. Um so you could hold that can for another year I think and still get good flavors out of it. Mm-hmm. I think they're still available so I should probably go and get go get another one and save it for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
2: And, yes. and where and captain where might you go and get this uh can? Is there any specific store where you might look for a fancy beer that you might want to sell her?
0: <laughs> well, well, I mean aside from a story of beer and cheese dip Well, that was or the sponsor, one I was thinking of. 3511 dip I, I Yeah, yeah, I'm going to in fact, in fact, once I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a shot at your, what your, your segment is in this, and then I will probably, my next beer will probably be directly related to aging and a story of beer cheese. Hey, look at that! I'm okay. gonna tease that. Okay. Uh, but and and but which seems like a perfect segue to beer wonder. Tell us about your uh, year in beer.
2: Yeah. Well, so here's the thing. I I enjoy hanging out with both I mean all of our beer venture friends but especially the captain and huck because you guys exposed me to a bunch of beers because if I had my way I would just literally drink ipas all day long constantly directly from the fermenters like I don't even want it to get a conditioning <laughs> tank I just want all the hops in there um so one of the things that that this sort of like trio and then all of our other friends from cider girl to mother pucker to uh, the belgian blonde and the belgian everyone who sort of joined not everybody who sort of joined our band push me out there. But for me, while I love beer and I love trying different kinds of beer and, and the uniqueness that comes in that, for me or be for me or me, beer is always about social. It's always about people and it's always about experiences that beer lend themselves to. And so what I compiled is sort of a different take on this is my five best beer moments of 2020. And usually it would be a list of a million because, you know, Beer vendors' meetings would be happening regularly at the Pony Bar. We would be doing our booklets or our passports and moving around the city. We'd be regularly hanging out at the bar where Huck used to work. But of course, this year, it was a little bit different. So I wanted to hit five really like noteworthy moments in beer for me this year and what I drank. Because I feel like that's appropriate. And to the shock of no one, I was covering Huck's end of the IPAs on this one. So
3: <laughs> don't worry about
2: that. Um, So, I'm going back to the beginning of the year. The first really notable, like, social beer moment for me was, I'm going to say, our last before-times Beer Avengers meeting, which was trivia up at uh, Arts and Crafts.
0: Yeah spoiler alert that's on my list too oh great well i I, want to hear your well fabulous you have to say about it i mean
2: it was just one of those great moments where it was it was it reminded me of what beer is supposed to be about beer historically has been something that has brought people together even after the black plague when there was a rebellion against the church in england people came together over beer in public houses which created pubs which created bar culture and so for me bar culture has always been a major part of why i love Drinking beer. I love the taste. I love the flavors, but I love being with people in a space and getting to hang out and relax over my favorite beverage. Um, we did fairly well that night, if I recall correctly. Uh, I, I know we won a book. We got a book. I don't know who has the book.
0: <laughs> Last I heard, uh, the Belgian, Belgian Babe. Yes, gotcha. Because both both of the Belgians were there. Yes, but was... the Belgian the Belgian Babe, I think, still has it in her possession.
2: Well, that's good. I'm. I will have to get a report. Uh, from her at some point uh, yes Um, but it was you know it's a picture that has shown up on Facebook and it was sort of a reminder for me about what what the beer venturing was before we lived in this sort of weird, unique 2020 time. Um, and I looked back on what I drank that night. And uh, from based on what I remember, I was primarily drinking the single cut 18 watt IPA, although I okay. had quite a few of them. Yeah. it's our so, happy hour beer. Yeah. Yes. Cause I, so I might've mixed it up there, but always a delicious beer. One of a uh, solid IPA that is always a go-to when I'm just feeling like I want to grab something interesting or, or something fun. Um, so then, you know, Things got interesting. And as I've mentioned in the past, one of my big sort of forays into beer beyond just drinking it was that I, as a tour guide, I decided that I was going to become a beer tour guide. And I started working with City Brew Tours, which is the largest provider of craft beer experiences in North America. Um, and uh, I had been doing tours and, and that was a part of the first like two months of the year. Uh, and then everything kind of went flat. And come April, they moved to virtual experiences and they asked me to come back and start to lead those. And uh, it was really kind of fun because all of a sudden I got to go be social with people about beer again. And this was public experiences. It was people who were beer nerds who signed up. And so I was getting to all of a sudden meet beer nerds from all over the country and see what kind of fun stuff that they had and sort of just kind of what we do here you know shoot the shit a little bit about beer which was yeah which was awesome um and so i remember the first one that i got thrown onto was back in april i was very nervous i did not know what i was stepping into because i am a beer nerd but not at the nerd level of many um but i had a little note about that one and what i had because i planned out what i was going to talk about and like i checked my beer um and we had so much fun uh and the beer I was drinking for that one was uh one that I've shared here on the on the beer cast, but is one that I definitely love, which is the Five Burrows Tiny Juicy IPA, which was a beer that yeah. I could drink, talk about flavor wise, but not get totally trashed on, so I still made sense for the full hour. Which, you know, is an important <laughs> part of beer tourism.
0: I think we're going over an hour today.
2: That's that's okay. Well, that's it's a two beer show, I think. Yes. Um
0: Fitting in the whole year.
2: Yes. Um, so that was number two. And that has been a, a, a great source of like joy for beer with me and, and uh, the opportunity to meet people from all over. Uh, shout out to everybody. I randomly get a lot of people from Ohio who have basically given me a full list of places that when the beer Avengers eventually unite in Ohio, we should stay for a month because there's enough to drink in the state of Ohio that I think will be well set during that time.
0: We have a following there.
2: Yes, we do.
0: Do, I, do, do. do do you tell them tell them about the Brave Avengers?
2: Oh yes, many of them are. I hope are going to be listening on. To-
0: they well, like I like I said, they are. I've said before, and I'll again a little more of a, a little mm-hmm. teaser. They are our second biggest following.
2: Excellent. So um, so then for me, uh, the next sort of big one that hit was actually a. Fear Avengers meeting, an important Fear Avengers meeting, which was one of the first times that we met up during this, which was our adventures in Astoria Park. And this, I think, happened, uh, was it August or around? Honestly, the memory yeah. here is a little hazy.
0: It, it, I think it was in mid to late August. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't get uh, it. It's actually the picture that you see when you go to uh, 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 our Podbean uh, mm-hmm. site. The one that you see that comes up right there, it's also on our Facebook page is from the meeting he's talking about.
2: Yeah. And it was the first time we had all gotten together in the middle of all of this. And you know, I was still questionable I since I we were meeting closer to Captain Porter Brown Stout's location and Hophead Huck and the Cider Girl and uh have their own unique transportation. I wound up taking a ferry to get there, so I had a beautiful view of the city and then we went to the park and we had a bunch of beers and it was This back to this bar culture thing that I love that was sort of really kind of cool to recreate. And, you know, it's not been the last of these meetings, but it's been notable for me as one of the big highlights of my year in beer. Um,
0: Very notable for me as well.
2: Yes, it was a big one um, for sure for I think for a lot of us. Uh, And I'll be honest, when I went to go look back at what I drank there, I don't remember it. And that probably means we had a good beer vendors meeting. Yeah, (laughs) tends to be what that is. Um, Number four was the first time that I visited a brewery, which happened closer to September this year. Um, in our New York City area uh, where I actually went to a brewery and got something to drink at the brewery. Most of what I'd been doing was sort of a grab and go situation. Uh, and I went to go visit um, my buddies over at Strong Road Brewing Company, which is in Gowanus. Um, and for that one, I had the Tenacity of Cones and Vines. I believe another one I've shared here on the podcast, but one of my favorite of their uh, delicious IPAs. And it was good to sort of just check in and see how everybody was doing, um, yeah. which was which was really exciting. And so
0: that was in September?
2: That was in September. Yep. Okay um and uh and then uh the last one is actually sort of a future thing which has been that uh which is with my dad so my father lives in Minnesota and I live in our undisclosed location and one of the ways that we have kind of connected over all of this and a way to sort of keep in touch and have a reason to keep talking is about beer, because he has found a place to Zoom with all of his beer buddies once a week uh, and try out fun beers. And so for the holidays, he and I have been connecting over a beer a day regiment. And so this evening for New Year's, we'll be cracking open the next beer that's coming out. Uh, And while I wish I could tell you what I drank during that, I don't know because I have not opened our blind box to see what is in there. So... Cheers to you, Dad. We've got something fun headed into twenty twenty. So those are my five notable moments in beers, excluding probably the most notable all, which has been the Beer Avengers podcast and being able to chat with beers, chat about beers with all of you once a week. Yeah. So cheers to 2020. Cheers.
1: cheers indeed. 2020. That's great. I, I realized I, I looked at my photos. I don't, I don't have a picture from that day. <laughs> See, uh, I'd have but to check the with the uh, cider girl. But, but if you
0: look at the picture on the, on the pod being, that is our, that, yep. that like the thing, it's also on our teaser
1: trailer. Mm-hmm. It's from that day. Yes. But I think that was uh part two of what, uh, was it really? We're talking about. I believe I, so. I, October. I, I do have that one, October eleventh. Yeah.
0: Okay, that was a good one too. But I, I, I thought the one okay. Well yeah, no, we can we could we could say that. You may be right. I'll uh, i may be uh, crazy.
2: Again, sometimes they were with, both
0: great they were both great yeah. times,
2: whatever yeah. they were, yeah. And sometimes when a beer vengers meeting happens, sometimes you beer venge enough that you can't remember what you yeah. drank. And honestly, oftentimes that is an indication that we did a good job.
0: My so, my vague sense is that we were already recording at that point, but we hadn't released anything. Fair enough. Uh, and uh, oh, wait a minute! I think we have a. oh, Okay. Uh, uh, the uh, we got just got a a, a a text a message from one of the Belgians. Okay. Is that the one where the three of us were posing by the tree?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Was in fact the later one. All right. Uh, yeah, it's like I, I I had this weird thought that. We were already recording, but we hadn't released. And we had that picture and put it out in the world. Um, and I, I, I think I saw Huck just go for another, another beer. Oh, we got a second so pour? I'm, I'm actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get my second pour while you're introducing your second pour. And then I will start my year in beer. Perfect. Well, this is, uh, I was just talking
1: about it. This is uh, Grim Lithos, hey. Ooh. the uh, Schwartz beer, uh, black lager. Delicious. D-lish. Now I did have one of these uh, near the early I think I had it in June, even though it was mm-hmm. a February beer, but it was my first draft beer that I ah. had since the pandemic started. And it was, it was fabulous. And, but this canned one is great. This is fresh from this month. So.
2: And in and, and a perfect glass for this and look at that dark color, which again is not something that we often expect with of the beer. That's going to have the body that I imagine this one's going to yeah. have. Yeah. Um, but also good, good carbonate, oh, good carbonation great. on that one. Yeah, yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. It's that was a grim Lethos. Lethos, it's called. Very good. And
2: as always with Grim, I just want to compliment them consistently on interesting can art. Just uh-huh. really great interesting can, can art.
1: art. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is me posing again. There we go. I got actually, you. I got you.
0: <laughs> I'm I, trying harder I, this I, week. I, I actually <laughs> have not taken a single screenshot, but I, I hopefully we have a. a this is too much. This is, this is production meeting stuff for all our live audience. And okay. I'm going to leave it in, but yeah, 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 saying, well, yeah how I we do the screenshots. Time. I don't know if anyone gives a single fuck about that, but there, there is a,
1: uh, send us an email if you really want to know. I and mean, there's <laughs> something about a black lager that's made mm-hmm. so well like this, it's just so refreshing. And at mm-hmm. the same time, hearty, you yeah. know, it's light drinking as at light. Uh, almost pilsner-like quality to the mouthfeel, but then it just has that nice bite going down the throat. That that hearty. I think they use chocolate malts, so they're using those darker malts, and it's just mm-hmm. really, really well done. Really well
0: done. I and think beautiful. that's I think that's one of the best things about the black lager slash Sw- Schwarzbier mm-hmm. is that it is it is hearty and light at the same time. Yeah, yeah, you would, you would like uh, it's, this it's, quite it's a got,
1: lot. It's got a rich flavor, but it mm-hmm. doesn't. Drag you down, it's a little bit stronger for uh it's five point three it's not super I'm strong, okay. yeah, nice so uh, still
0: yeah, five's a minimum for me, so yeah, <laughs> I could totally get behind that no I mean because the one one of the earlier ones you had was the grim seconds, yes, which i I would I still need to try because that's one of those ones, and like I looked at the it it's just one of those drinkable all day beers, mm. yeah, I think it was three
1: point eight percent it was yeah. Really low.
0: yeah. Well, to go to the other end of the spectrum, I'm going to bring in my second, please. Oh, boy. Uh, I'm not going to talk extensively about it because it's part of the story I'm about to tell in my year in beer. But this, this I got in like March or April. Maybe late March, maybe early April, somewhere in that spectrum, probably late March. It is the Perennial Abraxas. Oh, yeah. Vintage 2019. Perennial is a. Perennial is is uh, is is from St. Louis, Missouri. So shout out to Nut Pool on that one. Mm-hmm. And let's just, yeah, I have it's had this. Sitting. I had it. We had
1: it at the bar last year, and it's delicious. I must have the same one, 2019. Yeah. Well, this is uh, uh.
2: See, this is what I expect from you, Captain. Ooh. Like this is, although it's pouring more. It's pouring more. Uh quickly than i would have anticipated
1: and the head just takes a second to develop it's very it's light, there very yeah light. it's there but it's subtle yeah oh that looks beautiful um gorgeous
0: beer. and uh <clears throat> the best yeah, stout in I... america
2: <laughs> cheers
0: yes the, yeah, cheers cheers yeah um and uh, i guess is it is it time for me to start my year mm-hmm. in beer
2: yeah let's hear it
0: okay uh this, yeah, that we'll, will get to, to how this fits into the whole story. Uh, yesterday I took a, I took, I printed out some spreadsheet stuff about Beer Avengers <laughs> and the podcast, which I'll get to eventually. But because I, the way I, I had it formatted, you can barely read it. So I had a lot of white space on these papers. Hmm. So, uh, you know, I, uh, so what I decided to do was just take all my notes about my year in beer. I spent like two hours doing this last night. <laughs> what I did was I, I, uh, I, I went to untapped, and when that was not good for me, then I'd switch over to uh, Facebook and try and dig around in there. At some point, it was just my own profile. Other times, it was a group I was involved in, mm. and I uh, and and then I probably looked at our shows a little bit. Anyway, I'm going to get started. So um, I'm going to go slightly more than a year ago because I think the first three months of what the story you're about to hear is as we all know changed a lot um at the beginning at late last year beer wonder and i had uh our our they weren't beer passports but they were the beer books
2: the beer books yes From and we were
0: as we always do in december we're always except for this year obviously <laughs> we always do in december we have these books that we've been meaning to use and we want to try and get it rid of as many coupons as we can and Beer Wonder is always there with me, said, okay, what don't you have? Oh, you've already gotten that one. I'll join you for a beer there. And we met at Bridge and Tunnel. <laughs> um, and uh, mentioned a little earlier about how this year, we talk, often talk about years that are marked in tragedy. Uh, this year was defined by tragedy. Mm. Um, but And so it's going it to take a place here every once in a while. I, got, I was getting a call as I was meeting Beer Wonder uh, about, a family thing that was going on for me. Uh, but we had there, we had a beer. I think you went to Evil Twin first that night, didn't you?
2: I did, yes. I was, went I had, Evil Twin. I had prepared myself.
0: We met there. I got a phone call from my sister, and I was sort of working through some of that. Uh, and we had a couple of nice beers. Uh, we had our wonderful yearly New Year's Eve celebration at mm-hmm. the home of Hophead Huck and Cider Girl. And we did our usual thing we do every year that year. Um, and the thing in my family had escalated uh To the point where three days later, I was on a plane to Idaho, mm. and so some of my very first beers that I have logged on to untapped are weirdly, I had to go to Dallas to get to idaho <laughs> 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 and And so, my very first beers after our New Year's Eve celebration was at a barbecue place in the Dallas airport, and then there were some at uh at the Idaho airport, and then there were some more at the Denver airport on my way back that I got way laid in and I had way too many beers there. Uh and then I came back and probably one of the first places I went to was a story beer and cheese. Mm. And I think uh, one of the I, I also I, there, there was a bar I went to at the Hudson Yards because I was going there for a movie screening. And I said, like, oh, let's check this out. So I went there. That whole new crazy thing they have there with the mm-hmm. the beehive structure. Uh and uh but but one of the first ones after that was at Beer and Cheese. I went there a few times. Um and then in late January my father came here to New York and we took a trip to Australia
3: mm.
0: for a couple couple plus weeks. Uh the one that followed me around everywhere there was a brewery called White Rabbit and their dark ale. <laughs> and every time I saw it, it was great because I have to No disrespect in case anyone ever starts listening to us in Australia. Uh, Huck, you'd love it there because they love their loggers. Yeah. And I I can enjoy a good lager, but I started to see a bit of a sameness there. In fact, there was even one place when I was in Cairns uh, after being on the Great Barrier Reef and snorkeling and seeing all that stuff. There was a, I can't remember where she was from. I want to say somewhere like, you know, Oregon or Washington or or Illinois, I don't know, somewhere on that side of the country. And she was saying, yeah, it's Australia. It's all loggers here. (laughs) But that was not always the case when I went to a brewery, I went to a few different breweries there. Um, and, and every time I was, went there, I'd find something that I really liked. The last one I went to was in Adelaide. Uh, my dad and I had been on a winery tour that day and we had stuff, and I, I noticed this one place and, uh, this fits in with all something that really became prominent in our year in beer was social activism
3: mm.
0: and and the brewery it was actually a brew pub in a hotel that was pretty much run by this brewery uh and i wrote it down it's called spark change oh uh s p a r k k e it's a australian brewery it's uh it's run by women um i also wrote it down because the beer i had there defines my taste in beer uh just by the title alone it was called hello dark stout my old friend yeah. uh,
2: that <laughs> definitely sounds like you
0: uh and then uh, before i knew it we're back here uh one of the first ones i had as dry beer and cheese was the swift water coffee stout um which uh which will become relevant it's not a it's a really good beer uh but it relevant in this whole story uh, and it's not long after that. You mentioned this before beer wonder our, our date at arts and crafts was on February 23rd. Uh, ah. uh, it was us. It was cider girl. It was in both of the Belgians. Uh, and, uh, we had some wonderful beers. I didn't write down which ones they were. Uh, but, uh, but the story is getting long enough as it is. Uh, and, uh, and in March, uh, March fourteenth I think it was uh I had my last beer sitting down at a story beer and cheese uh and the belgian uh the Belgian blonde recently tried this beer and thought it was very fitting for twenty twenty and it was strange seeing that that was one of the last beers I had there It was called uh it was the big Alice behold true sorrow uh, sort of a, an omen of what mm-hmm. was to come. Uh, and I think a couple of days later, the next day I did actually have another indoor beer at the, uh, at solid state, which is a wonderful beer bar in, I'm going to say Woodside. And I know that the Belgian babe will correct me if I'm wrong because she lives in Woodside. It's walking distance from where she is, but I lose track of where Woodside and Sunnyside and whatever meets together. But anyway, so that, that was the last place. And the guy knew he's like, yeah, this is, this is no, there was no one in there. And he was saying yeah they're gonna they're gonna shut down indoor tomorrow mm. and he was right uh and that's when we all went inside and uh I don't have a lot of a lot of stuff for for April and well for for the most of March and April, except that at some point at the end of March, I got my first when that was my second case from Tavor. I got that case from Tavor. uh and It's weird. I felt like once the thing happened, within two weeks, everyone was doing virtual cocktail parties. But we were a little late to that party, I think. Mm -hmm. Because by my records, our first virtual Beer Avengers meeting was on April 13th. That checks out. Does that sound right? Seems right, yeah. Um, That's when I first started sharing some of that Tavor crate. And it's funny, we had so many of those meetings. I think I went through most of that crate. (laughs) I mean, it was like a couple of months. We were meeting every yeah. week. Yeah. And then, you know, people got busy and eventually it wasn't enough. And that's why we started meeting, uh, having those other meetings. But uh, I, I, I was just recently going through all of my stuff there. Um, and now I need to backtrack to tell the story. I said, this is a high ABV beer. Uh, <laughs> so um, this is what I was talking about with the story of beer and cheese. Uh, that one I had at the at mid-March was the last one I had sitting down. Uh, by the next week they had announced, I think that they were shutting down, uh, indoor dining, I think by Wednesday and Rick White, a story of beer and cheese. He even did it a day early. I went in there and I was, I, I respected that. Uh, but I wanted to, at that point we knew we were getting, I knew I was on unemployment. And I knew we were all getting an extra $600 a week. And this all felt to all of us like this is going to be over in a couple of months. Mm -hmm. So I was there. I'm like, okay, I know things are rough for you. So I'm going to just spend money. (laughs) And I was like getting cheese I hadn't gotten before. And I was getting a baguette. And I was like just trying to load up with also thinking that it's coming really quick when we're not going to be able to go outside. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because Huck was doing all these beer orderings from all these uh, different places. And one of the beers I got on that initial run was the perennial Abraxas 2019. So nice. when I was looking at my refrigerator to say, what can I do to commemorate all this? Uh, this just had that special, specific moment in my head, yeah. which is why I wanted to, to have this one. Um, so, yeah, so we had all of our, okay, now I, I'm really going, going along with this, I know. <clears throat> uh, but, uh, but I did also want to briefly talk about June and July, or more, actually more July and August. Uh, July and August was, was when, uh, our friend who's going to be on the show next week, uh, the incredulous bulk, he does these amazing crawls in Dayton, Ohio every year. I've been, I've been to two of them and this year he decided to have a virtual version of it where people would just check in their beers online. And I had not, because of that initial scare when no one was wearing masks, Uh, But the numbers were starting to go down and outside was a little more safe and everyone was being really careful and outdoor dining was allowed. I, inspired by all those things together, I started biking to breweries. Uh, So I obviously walked over to Single Cut, which I'd done already. uh, LIC Beer Project, Big Alice, Iconic, Fifth Hammer, uh, my last visit to the former John Brown. They have a new one don't, don't be too mournful about that. Uh, and also Rockaway. Right. Uh, and, and those are, and eventually also evil twin and bridge and tunnel. I went to all of those on a, on a city bike. Uh, and what else do I have here about that? Oh, also, so now I'm going to jump forward even further because I feel like a lot of the stuff we're getting to the point where a lot of stuff has been covered on the, on the last 13 episodes um and i've covered a lot and and if you if you've if you've listened to that you know it already if you haven't they're all available for download so go back check out our back catalog Uh, you really should they're good shows but one thing where all this connects is we talk about days that were great uh and our virtual and our literal meetings were the real highlight i mean Mm -hmm. virtual meetings really really added to things but the the the, the Once we started actually meeting each other, uh, those were great. And another real highlight was the Saturday after Election Day. Uh, the Saturday after Election Day was when the last state got called, not the last one, but enough states got called yep. that it was clear we were getting rid. I'm going to say his name, Donald Trump. I, uh, <laughs> I, it's, it's strange that we don't even want to even say that name, but we don't. Uh, but we knew we were getting rid of him, and I was with the Belgian babe. And I had a special beer I'd gotten from that trip I was talking about, at the Rockaway Brewery. Rockaway Brewery. Mm-hmm. Uh Rockaway Brewery was called the Bungalow. It's a pastry stout. Mm. Looks like a champagne bottle. And we got that and we cracked that. And we went to a story of beer and cheese in the backyard. It was more crowded than it had been, but it was still safe. And there was just some point when, when Rick White came in the backyard and everybody cheered. And it was just such a incredible fucking uniting moment. Nice. Um, And, uh, and yeah, we started, we started, uh, publishing these on October 5th. Wow.
3: Um,
0: I feel like at this point I've talked long enough. I want to talk about some of the beer venture stats, but I feel you need a little bit of a shift in perspective and maybe it's time for the second half of Huck's List. The Huckleberry
1: Awards. The Huckleberry Awards.
0: I want to hear more about
1: that. Yeah. We've given our awards to the ales. Now we we want to talk about the loggers. Now the, uh. Uh, This is where I feel that I'm more informed. Of course, my loggers have been drank in New York, and I've uh, gotten a hold of a couple of uh, good ones from Massachusetts as well, Uh, my home state, and uh, some from Vermont. But, you know, we're talking about the Northeast, really, uh, where we can get But I do feel like uh, I was telling, uh, um, uh, what's the woman's name, Cider Girl, uh, I was yes. saying, uh, <laughs> she's right. She's standing next to me. I was saying, uh, that what I do, I know there's a lot of loggers out there, but it's like the marathon. You let the, the front runners up in the front and those are the, that's where I'm getting my beers from those guys that are right. that yeah. are running in the front. I already know they're, they're the, they're top notch runners. There may be other ones in the back that I don't know about that I might've missed. It could be true, but, uh, basically uh we'll start let's start with uh with the uh, fest beers best fest best oh, of fun. Fest. i did actually manage to have quite a few october fest beers this year good. uh they're also sometimes known as marzins but today the fest beers are a type of helles anyway uh coming in at number three district 96 coat of arms Ooh, good Lovely choice Fest beer number two grim of course festooning a lovely Oktoberfest beer, uh, but the winner comes from Northern New Hampshire. A brewery that I only discovered this year, even though they've been around for about nine years, is a uh, Shilling, Shilling Brewing Company from Littleton, uh, New Hampshire. Uh, Constantine was their uh, their festival. Yeah, village. I've noticed you're really into just them. I look forward to it. having more of those. Yeah, I, 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 I think I said last week we went all the way down the East Village to get more of the mm. of the Shilling. Yeah, I'm just so glad they're here because they they just really add so much to the the landscape down here as far as loggers. Cause you know, we're, we're, IPA crazy and a lot of bars and even bottle shops will, will be much more hop forward than, uh, than having the loggers. Uh, so sort it's of a little harder to find. All right. So there's your Marzin. uh, going to the, uh, uh, uh pale lager category. Mm. Uh, well, let me start actually, let's go to Pilsner's because they're a pale lager too, but it's best Pilsner, uh, coming in at number three, boy, this is tough. I'm even making the decision at the last moment. Uh, Trillium. Trillium Pilsner. All right. Just so solid and so delicious out of Boston. Uh, and then I'm going to say uh, Suarez, the Palantine Pils. I was worried about saying best of knowing that I hadn't had enough Suarez and mm-hmm. uh, because they are, they're a great lager house out of New York State. And I did get a case of them at the end of the year here. So we just made it under the wire. Way to go, mm-hmm. Suarez. You are, you belong in the same class for sure. Mm. And number one, strangely enough, I only managed to get one can of this beer, but it was the best Pilsner I had this year. Foam Brewing out of Burlington, Vermont.
3: Ah, yes. The
1: Tasman Sun. Very low ABV beer, about 4.7. Literally the most delicious Pilsner I had this year. And I've had a lot. And that foam, I was so glad to have it. Sometimes I still think about it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I only had the one can but I love foam. They're great. So there you go. Pilsner category. So then we leave the rest of the pale lagers, uh, which, ca- which is a wider category, but I'm, I'm putting them all, them all in together. A lot of Hudson Valley here. Uh, this yep. to me was for loggers. This was the year, the coming out party for the Hudson Valley brewing company because they're known for the sour IPA.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: It's almost like they invented the sour IPA, the American it's, it's made with the, uh, uh, usually a lot of fruit and a lot of milk sugar. So they kind of, a little they're actually a little too much for me now uh 2 3 years ago i was really preaching the sour ipa from hudson valley still delicious they still make them it's just it's just i need to have a, a lighter beer these days but i i still would like to get a hold of a couple to try them uh but they're making loggers like magic and i was mm. i put it on one of my facebook groups like what are they doing up there somebody suggested it was the water and the hudson valley mm. something about it uh but yeah it's they just make magical lagers. So a lot of them are on my list. Uh, Cadence was a hellish lager, foretelling uh, one called Capsule One. And uh, the winner, though, was one called Willow Blade, which was a really cool. interesting a lager made with sushi rice and wildflower honey. Wow. I was just like, you know, because rice lagers we talk about, that's that's kind of yep. mentioned as a bad thing in craft beer circles because of of all the big ones, the Budweiser, Miller, they're all rice lagers. Uh, but, uh, this was a specifically, uh, artisanal rice lager. That was just fabulous. And it, actually, they just put it out a second batch. It's available now. Uh, cool. uh, look for it in your local bottle shop. Uh, then where do we go? Then we go to dark lagers, uh, mm. uh, coming in at number three, uh, grim maypole. They made a Maybach that was just, just stunning, stunning Maybach. I, if you're into my box, I also had one from single cut as an honorable mention. They made it with elderberries. Really nice. I remember uh, that. My box yeah. number two, uh, this one, the captain would have loved. It was called the goat, the G the Goat, the G- greatest o, of all time. greatest of all time. And the goat, it, it was a Bach. It was a double Bach, but the word Bach is a, is a type of beer, but it also means goat in German. So it's often right. used as a play on words. Uh, if you see a lot of box in a uh, German box, you'll see a goat on the, on the label. So this was called The Goat from Evil Twin NYC, a Doppelbock, which was just perfect. It was a perfect Doppelbock. But coming into the winner, who would have thunk it? Right here. Grim (laughs) Lethal. Again, the beer I'm drinking. It's almost like it was planned. They often say the best beer you have is the one in your hand.
2: Very true.
1: (laughs) Well played, sir. There you go. Thank you, guys. I appreciate that. Appreciate your uh, indulgence. I, I...
0: I, before uh we no we, we can I I, I just wanna address something else here. Steven, who is uh watching, uh mentioned that Abraxas, uh which is uh it's looks like if he, he spells it slightly differently is also the name of a Santana album. Aha, uh-huh, oh, yes,
2: yes. Interesting. Yes.
0: Although he spells it with an A R A B R A X I S, and the this one they spell it with an A S. They spell it with an A, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. I just, you know, there, we don't have a whole lot of people uh, who are who are watching these lives, so I want to acknowledge the people who are taking
1: time to in. I missed that that comment somehow. Yeah.
2: Well, and I, perhaps these Huckleberry Huckleberry Awards, Huckleberry is what we're calling Awards. them. Yes, it can become an annual thing here uh, with the beer fest. That means I'm going to have to keep it, it
1: up. I'm going to have to keep drinking. I know.
2: Well, I. God bless. We will <laughs> yeah. support you in that. <laughs>
1: Well, I was saying to uh, uh, we actually there's a guy on the West Coast who we should have we should have him on the show actually his name is uh, Brew Guy Phil and uh, okay is he is he on our Instagram uh, group is he there Instagram he's on Instagram okay uh, you can follow him he's a very well spoken guy who is really really knowledgeable on mm-hmm. beer and we were together at a at a conference in Seattle Zoo conference uh, oh nice my, my wife works for the zoo and uh, uh, so. We're at this great party at the zoo and they had beer, 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 beer. Mm-hmm. All these different breweries came for the, the conference and we were having some of the best beer. We were having such a good time. And there, there was another brewery. And then one of the things we don't like to do is put down breweries, right? Like like craft brewers, especially. We don't want them to say, oh, their shit sucks. We don't want to do yeah. any of that. But there Never. was a brewery at the zoo and I was like, yeah, I just didn't like that one too much. I kind of feel bad. And he stopped me right away. He says, no, Huckleberry. We are the gatekeepers. We are the arbiters of taste. You must be diligent. <laughs> I, like, I just took that like, yes, okay, good. I like that validation.
0: <laughs> and you know you're in trouble when he goes for the whole, full Huckleberry.
1: Yes, That's right.
0: <laughs> it would just hey hey, come on, Huck. No, Huckleberry, listen to me.
1: Like Huckleberry, Ted. Everybody's mom. Yes. Very good. Thanks, uh that so yeah, he's a great guy. We should we gotta have him on, yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: We should. I uh I I, I uh I I know we have some other uh new beers resolutions to come up, but I do wanna talk uh, just take acknowledge to uh have a few thank yous mm-hmm. uh to everyone. Uh well first mm-hmm. of all, I think it's interesting in the in I need to readjust these numbers, but so these numbers request the these these numbers represent the first thirteen episodes. Okay. Uh we have had beers from 42 different breweries.
2: Whoa.
0: I think we even added a couple tonight, definitely with perennial. Nice. Uh, 42 different breweries, 24 of which are from New York. All right. Uh, which I think really is a, it's it's just over the 50% mark. So it really, we, we started out really trying to favor local. Uh, we still are local, just not always are local. Uh, we, we've got uh, 24 from New York and the and the second place is Vermont with four. How about that? Uh, oh there you go. Two from Massachusetts, three from Michigan, one from Ohio, one from Pennsylvania. Uh everyone else is a one except Maryland. Maryland has two. Oh okay. well, we have uh we have California, we have Well, you had the one from Ontario.
2: Yes. Well, which it's, also kind of crosses with other They're kind of in Brooklyn, too, but that's okay. Are they really? Is that, is that why we get them here? Well, Collective Arts, they have a tap room, if I'm not mistaken, Huck, right? Yeah, Down in the so, Gowanus area. Just open, so. yeah. Okay. Because mm. okay. so the, there was a thing
0: early on. I opener. almost mentioned it in my yeah. year in beer, but I thought it was getting too long. Uh, that one of the very first beers that I had when a Story of Beer and Cheese reopened, because I, I think I missed that in the whole Like I, said, like, it was, I was editing because I was like, this is, this is going too long uh but I, uh they did they were one of the first places that when everyone else was doing takeout they said no we need to shut down a regroup ah. uh due to some of the tragedy the elements i was talking about dude, i well honestly i shouldn't say why i'm saying these are things that happened things that were happening right. was no one knew what to make of all the fucking shit that was going on right there were also a few individual tragedies that I'm not going to mention specifically because I don't know those people that well and I don't – it's not my place to talk about it too much. But all those things combined to make Rick – it looks like Rick just said, let's take a step back.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and they closed for like a couple of months. And they, when they reopened, it was takeout only. And, uh, and one of the first beers I had when I was back – was the one we, one we were talking about a while ago the uh curious it's it's the swiftwater the swiftwater coffee one oh yeah just it was like just yeah. last week yeah mm-hmm. swiftwater coffee stuff um but the one of the ones i had shortly thereafter was was uh collective arts uh yes. the one you're talking about mm-hmm. it, it was there it's called all the things or all these things uh and when we on our very first episode I said, I've got a bunch of things. One's from Canada, and you guys all said, ooh. <laughs> and so it's funny that we featured one from them since then. Um, but yeah, it was so nice. They got so their nice Brooklyn see...
2: hipster cred, for sure, now that they're in Columbus, but,
0: but it really was nice to see them come back in June and come back in a bigger way. And tonight, about a half hour before we started recording this, I went there, and there was a line. That's good okay. to know. And, and we've talked a lot about the last couple of weeks about how... Uh, About how it's tough for small businesses, and it still is, but they actually did pass the relief package the other day. Yep. Uh, Not as much as any of us wanted, but hopefully it's going to get some of the uh, PPP to the small businesses out
1: there. Now, yeah, that's another thing about not not traveling. You know, as far as making a, a judgment, like I go to California usually three or four times a year. And I I try beers out there, and uh, I I haven't been since uh, last last uh, a year. It's been just over a year since I went to California.
0: And my my last travel was the Australia trip that I got back from it uh,
1: in February. And I did travel this year to Uganda. Which is pretty, mm-hmm. yeah. pretty specific. I think that and, was
0: actually right after my Australia trip. That yeah, was around the same so long, time. First yeah. of all, it was it was we had both done that when we had that wonderful meeting. We talked about at arts and crafts. Yeah, and
1: then we did. We traveled just in time. We did have some interesting beers in in uh, Uganda. They actually brew yeah. a Guinness there, oh. uh, which is like an export stout. But I don't know what it was. It had a real like, had a sweetness to it. It was like a, it was a really good beer uh, yeah. that I had over there. I forget what the main one was called. I wish. Somebody remembered what the name of that was uh, one of our listeners uh but uh we had another one called the Eagle and the Eagle I'll go ahead and, and say the Eagle was was pretty terrible um just it was a it's an AB InBev product so uh sure. but it's specific for the country of Uganda it's the yeah. kind of beer that as soon as you start pouring it it starts to die in the glass you know just get flat and I, yeah. was, I did drink the whole beer, but yeah, we were enjoying maybe wine a little more than beer while we were there.
0: But yeah. Right. So th- those were the stats about all the, all the places uh, that we had beers from. And as we've been doing this, uh, we have had most of our people who listen to our show are in New York, but uh, it's been really exciting to see how many other States download this stuff. Like, it's just weird. Like, I I you guys don't monitor this, but every once in a while I do is like a poker machine. <laughs> Keep re- refreshing, refreshing. Sometimes that's not very healthy, but it is really cool when all of a sudden I get done with a workout and see, wow, someone from Georgia just downloaded the entire archive. Oh wow. Oh wow, yeah. It was like it's like why do we get just get twelve all at once? Oh, they they just one person got everything. So I want to list all the the places where apparently we're being listened to. Please. Cool. Uh, which is uh in fact, yeah, and it uh, may be more,
1: right? Because are you getting? Because if somebody is listening RFC. on Spotify or on, well, that's another those?
0: thing. It tells me how people are listening, but then another category is where people are listening. Mm, gotcha. So definitely some Spotify, okay. Chrome, uh, but the places that are identified—they're actually—but you're right that there are some that are unknown because there's like there's a small category. Oh, but you there. have a track of all of them. That's great. I have a track of all the one that they can tell. So we've had listeners in. In order of popularity: okay, New York, Ohio, Virginia, Georgia, Massachusetts, Arkansas, New Jersey, California, Connecticut, Illinois, New Hampshire, Vermont, and Hawaii. All right, wow. Hawaii. And and we haven't had any international for a while, but right at the beginning we had people people in Italy mm-hmm. twice, wow. I think. Uh, we, had, uh, we had we had we had. I think there was one in Poland. I think there's one in Switzerland. Uh, and with some degree of regularity, this might be, uh, this might be our friend Tripelman's doing, uh, we seem to have a slightly loyal following in Hamilton, Ontario. Well, Okay.
2: That or collective arts. They, they hear us calling, I think.
0: Well, that's also possible <laughs> as well. But like, there's like this, every time I, if like, what happens is you go on, you look at the map and like, oh, all these little things are different colors. Oh, oh, and, uh, and I'm um, sorry. I didn't mention Nebraska. Stevens says Nebraska. Uh, yeah. that's, that is, that is one place that maybe wasn't, he's listening there. Uh, maybe that's part of the unknowns because yeah, yeah. uh, I thought I did see Nebraska once, but, uh, but yeah, so that, that adds one more. Uh, and, and since we're, we're on uh, this thing of uh, thanking people, I I want to, I want to do a few thank yous. Please. Uh, oh, okay. First of all, I, I do want to say a few things about some breweries that were notable. I'm not going to say favorite because. We do things differently, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, obviously single cut keeps doing great stuff. Big Alice. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually let me just mention them in conjunction with the curtain up project. We hope to bring more of them to you in the future. There have been an incredible thing that happened this year. It seemed to be somewhat of an outgrowth of black is beautiful, which was, I was so glad we were able to do able to show about them and how successful that was. But curtain up, uh, has that, that great recipe from gun Hill uh which Big Alice has, which I'm gonna go buy really soon. Uh some of the other good ones I had this year were Hoofhearted, mm. Hardy Wood. A real mm-hmm. uh outlier uh, as far as something that I noticed I was getting a lot of without really realizing there was a brew was still water. Um, sure uh and I, I know I drank the on fleek here on the show, talked about the big bunny. Uh another one was uh Kung Pao. They had like a Kung Pao stout. It was just fucking great. Where was that from? Um, uh, oh, Stillwater. Oh, Stillwater okay, Stillwater. Is, yeah, They're yeah. contract brewers mostly. I think they're. I think last I heard they were in Maryland. They were they were brewing in Maryland. I don't know who they're brewing from, but yeah. But another, obviously, I mentioned Hardywood last week as a great new favorite. Uh, hoofhearted out of uh, the Columbus area. Yep. Uh, Huck, you mentioned you thought that they were. That was coming
1: probably from twelve percent, right? Yeah, or Great South Bay.
3: Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, they I know they yeah, I
1: know I, they've contract brewed on out on Long Island.
0: What is what's the what what's the business model at uh twelve percent? Because I know they seem to be mostly an importer, but now they're doing collaborations. Yeah.
1: They don't do any of their own stuff, right? It's a good question. I I I I don't really know. Uh I know they're they're they are uh I think they started as, as like as uh, something that was uh, importing Evil Twin when they were first uh, uh, coming from Denmark. But they they're one of the ones they distribute,
0: yeah, not right. Evil Twin
1: NYC, but old school Evil Twin, where they still contract like uh, even more Jesus and beers like that.
0: <laughs> right.
1: Um, but I don't. I really don't know. I know they have a, a Fat Orange Cat as one of theirs. Yeah. And a couple of others. Uh, Abomination. You had an abomination a few weeks ago.
0: No, but that's the thing. Are those directly from 12% or
1: are they collaboration still? I think they're under the 12% umbrella. Okay. But I haven't done the, all that the research on that. They're out of New Haven, it's, Connecticut. Yeah. Because the reason I asked you was because
0: when I, I was having I was talking about Hoofhearted Hearted uh, and realizing this is a great brewery from Ohio that I don't even know about that I need to send my dad to go check out. And you said 12%. I noticed they were on the label as well. Oh, ah, okay. Because uh, their main deal is they're in the Columbus area all right um we'll have to ask uh incredulous bulk a little bit about that one uh also i've, I've got a few really good beers i've had from and there's and this is an old standard but i i have a few that i haven't even touched that i'm waiting for is from the brewery in placentia mm. california uh and but uh all those things aside i just want to give a few thank yous to uh First of all, our friends at The Love of Cinema Pod, uh, they gave me a few really good pieces of advice at the beginning uh, to make all of this a little less scary and a little less daunting and more possible. Uh, I really, really want to thank John Hoffman, who designed our logo. Oh, yeah. Uh, And I I hope every week when I promote our episodes and I cut and paste episode 12, episode 13, that I'm not... Bastardizing his uh, whole whole thing because uh, I want to thank our sponsors, Astoria Beer and Cheese, Ditmars thirty five eleven Ditmars, uh, for being a continued inspiration and also for giving us some really nice free beers. Uh, we're really happy to have you there. Um, want to thank all of our guest Beer Vengers. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to thank
1: you guys. Oh, well, I want to thank you, Captain, for making this happen because it it would. We've been talking about a podcast for for eight nine years. I think we have, yeah. It's uh, <laughs> Well, maybe not that long. You're about seven years, I think. Yeah, that's and
0: how we got there, I, I, we don't need to get into that. I, I told that story in episode one, so you can listen to that. Right,
1: but now uh, we're actually making it happen, and you made that happen, so thank you. Yeah, He's holding something yes. up. Uh-oh,
0: what is okay, this? Okay,
1: this is something I, I
0: promised to... I thought I was going to work it in earlier. I know we're getting near to the end. It's a little white-outed, my, so
1: we can't quite yeah. make it out. Yet. So
0: my... In, in honor of what we do, my sister and her husband, also known as my brother in law, uh, yesterday, a few days ago, uh, I, found, I picked up the mail. I got a Christmas present from them. And it's some place that does stuffed animals that are based on microbes. Um, and so this is a yeast. Oh. Oh. They did this in honor of the podcast. Oh, it's look a, at that. It's a, it's a yeast.
2: I oh, see that, and, and, and it
0: has eyes. I have a feeling that's an artistic. Uh,
2: yeah, I don't think he's did, but have yeah. eyes like that. They
0: are alive,
1: though. Yeah. They are alive. They
2: are. Yes. Yeah. Well, well, thank you, Captain and Huck. This has been a nice constant to have, and hopefully, we've also brought some joy to all those listeners wherever in the world they might have.
1: I be sure while hope so. Yeah. Inside.
2: So.
1: Well, you.
0: May- I know. I know. I know. Beer Wonder wanted to talk about some New beers resolutions. Yes, that's right. Um,
2: I mean, real quick, I, I mean, I'm looking for my one of my new beers resolutions this year is to try and figure out sours in honor of uh, Mother Pucker and Sour Puss. So hopefully you can expect some more fun sour beers from me this year. So that's on my list. Hey,
1: you dug on that Goza? That's that's it. I know we're, we're
2: opening up. Huck, Captain, do you have any specific new beers resolutions?
1: I would suggest you try you try more of the dry hop sours mm, Okay. Because, those super, because you like the hops. I love the hops. Uh, but if you get into one of those ones, you see one that's like super, that's a hoppy sour. I think that might be a good way to get in. Yeah. Yeah. New beers resolutions. Uh, I don't really, I'm not really a new year's resolution. I'm more of a look back at the year kind of person mm-hmm. than look forward. Cause you know, I, I'm not, I, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I already, I already <laughs> ordered a, a, a case of beer from evil twins, so. Well, that's probably uh, more there. issues really of having too much beer in the house. Oh, but I didn't tell you guys about my, uh, my, 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 we don't have a, we have a regular fridge, but I, I discovered a beer fridge in the house. It's oh. a winter only beer fridge, but under the air conditioner,
2: uh-huh.
1: it's very drafty and I can keep beer there and it stays cold.
2: And
1: probably keeps the house warm. It's helping to to protect the house from that from that cold weather. Yeah, so yeah, uh, I'd like to have a beer fridge, but I don't don't think it's necessary. Uh, No, I have no resolutions, none. Okay, so uh, (laughs) wait that way to go when when we first down, man.
0: No, no, it's please. It's it's good Uh, when we first started having our virtual beer fridge meetings. uh, It was not. It was absolutely to see people and make sense and make things seem moderately more normal or, mm-hmm. or have a reminder of the things that made us feel normal. Uh, another was because I we, we'd we been having these wonderful get-togethers at my place every time I got a Tavor crate. Yeah. And I wanted to share it with you guys, even if I couldn't share it with you guys. And I actually went through most of that March Tavor crate in our virtual sessions. Nice. Uh, Got another one near the end of the year. We haven't really had many off-camera or off-mic meetings, and I've been saving some of those. So I think my new beers resolution is going to be to make every show a two-beer show
3: for me. That's a great resolution.
0: Because... I can't resolve to have a Tavor beer every time right. and still honor our sponsorship deal because there's sometimes, I mean, and I'm, this is not an obligation. Some of the beers that Ryan gave me today, I'm really looking forward to like having, okay, this is going on the show next week. Right. This is our sponsored pour, which will, which will be a sound bite eventually. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so, but if I'm going to include a Tavor beer on that week, that will be my second beer. And so my my goal is to get myself to a point where I can start ordering from them again, because mm. cause my I do have a beer fridge, thanks to my friend uh, Zach, who gave me all his home brewing equipment before he left town and then moved back again. Mm. Uh, and one of his home and I haven't really learned how to do a home brewing, but part of the home brewing equipment was a beer fridge,
1: and so that's become my that's become my beer fridge. So. I did think of a, a resolution though, uh, uh, nice. that I want to get beers to y'all because I have, oh. I have extra beers and, and we're going to, maybe even this week, get beers, get, get yes. them moving between us. Nice. Uh, you know, I know you Let's have those Astoria beer and cheese beers. You you owe us beers actually. From- I owe you beers.
0: Yes, I definitely do. And I, I,
1: I, in fact,
0: I don't even refrigerate them. I put them in a special oh. corner of my apartment and say, these are for well, the other Well, there, there's, there's a lot of
1: fruit in it. You want to make sure you refrigerate one of them is a sour. No, it's okay. It's right. not big fruity. Um, okay.
2: That one's for me. <laughs> That's
1: right. In, from Transmitters. In
2: 2021. Oh,
1: fun. All right. Because like I said, I just ordered more. So I want to get some of these to you guys. And uh, so, yeah, there you go. That's my resolution. Well, today,
0: Ryan gave me these great meads. Uh, he gave me a really nice imperial stout. He gave me something else. Oh, he gave me one of those. I told you before we started recording. Uh, three Floyds. Uh, yeah. People Power. Their version of the People Power. Yeah. Uh all to benefit the uh, ACLU. And some of the ones I bought on my own just because they, they've fi- they've got the curtain up. Mm-hmm. They've got the Gunhill curtain up, and I'm sure they're gonna get the big Alice eventually. Uh also I got some great KCBC Imperial Stouts. Oh, which
1: one is it? Oh, you don't want to tell us. Okay.
0: Every- no, what, what can I can edit out the silence here because I can actually pull it up, but I have to I oh I'm gonna find I'm gonna find it uh okay oh here we go
1: because uh, I know they got some different ones I
2: know they're doing good stuff right now
1: oh what we don't see yeah Ooh. I had last year's version I had uh I actually had one of those this year that I aged from last year's oh match. Yeah? yeah that's a great beer
0: How did it age
1: excellently in fact, I think uh, I brought brought might have brought that no that was a different thing um yeah, great beer that's a great beer and actually that reminds me of oh you got that one too. I got two of these. Oh, fun! That looks like fun. Yeah, I saw the deadlock I, victim. I have those at my uh, my local. Uh, but uh, yeah, actually, I'm glad you mentioned KCBC because there was a couple of brewers we didn't mention that I, I want to shout out to KCBC. I've had a mm-hmm. lot of great single cut this year. Oh I yeah, I know I mentioned the other half. Uh, uh, but a couple upstate, inter, in, uh, Industrial Arts,
2: right? Great one, Great
1: House, and uh, and Sloop Sloop Brewing. There it is. I really dig them a lot too. There you go, Sloop. There it is.
2: So that's <laughs> I get it. Oh, I see. Oh, I see, I see
1: what you did there. I yeah. see you used the you used the word on the song. Yeah. I see. Uh,
2: well, H- Huck, it looks like you've got your your. Well, well normally you,
1: uh... I look at the time and and. But we started the recording a little earlier. So we've a bit of a longer show, but it's not too long. Uh I
2: th- no, I, I don't
1: I, I don't think there is such
0: it. a thing as too no. long. I think I think I think it's nice to have a super sized show to end this end super year. shitty year.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, on to better things in twenty twenty one and on to great more beers in twenty twenty one, right? Hell
1: yeah.
0: Absolutely. Hell
2: yeah. All right. Thanks
0: everyone for listening. Thank you guys. Thank thank our oh, I I, I think I I I th- I think that Steven and Lynn and Bricken are all still listening so thank you for yeah, tuning, for in, tuning to in, in to facebook our... live event yes, we're thank not you don't expect us to do this on a regular basis but uh we might try it again sometime yeah. all right uh huck uh yeah you want to play us out
2: let's do it
1: happy new right. happy
0: new year everybody
2: happy new year everyone right.
0: happy new beer
1: mm. with a beer 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 Avengers, beer 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 Avengers, beer We're the Avengers.